the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Beloved, Jesus doesn't want your religion. He desires you to have a authentic relationship with him. External religious activities such as serving on committees, being being a volunteer, uh, working in the media ministry, music ministry, having good church attendance, uh, ushering, being in the nursery, being a good greeter in the ensemble choir. It that does not produce salvation. Salvation is not work based. Listen, you come to you come to Christ on his terms. Trusting him by grace through faith, believing God, believing him, hoping in him, anchoring in him, and God will save you. Listen, and once once you are saved, then you do good works out of a relationship of being saved. So a lot of people think you work to be saved. You sing in the choir, must be all right. Uh, I, I give my tithes, I must be all right. No, you're not all right. You can do all those things and bust hell wide open. You don't do those things to get to God. It is, it, it, it's what God has already done for you. I, I, through your faith because of his grace. And all I'm saying to you today, it is not your religious activities. What's killing the church today is a spirit of religion. Spirit of religion. You're just being religious, but you're living like the devil. Being religious, but you're still cussing and watching pornography. Being religious with a Bible in your hand and a, a, looking not, a nice dress, a nice suit, nice sweet smelling cologne. And, and, and you don't know him. You, God wants you to have a relationship with him. Only a relationship with him will produce salvation and spiritual maturity and an authentic relationship with him as you serve him to the maximum of your potential will eliminate worry. Only when we apply the word of God in our lives, mature in Christ and have intimacy with him, will we bear fruit to the glory of Christ, which will cause our worry to dissipate. What happens when we trust God and not worry? Secondly, we receive God's peace. When you uh, trust God and not worry, 
you receive God's peace. Isaiah 26, three says, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Isaiah 26, three. And then John 16, 33 says, these things I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace. He says, in me, in me. Who is me? Christ. There's no peace in alcohol. That's right. You can get drunk, but once you sober up, those problems are still there. You know, no peace in, in, in the television and movies and late night shows and talk shows and reality shows and all of this stuff. There's no peace in money. You can have all kind of money and not have peace. I mean, you can't have peace. Money does not bring peace. Good health does not bring peace. Now, we all want good health, but you can be healthy and not have peace. The scripture says these things I have spoken to you that in Christ me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. In other words, you're not going to get by. Your time is coming. You say, well, I had tribulation. God is through with my tribulation. No, when another one's on the way and this message is just preparing you for what's to come. You said, oh, no, you need not fear, need not panic. Doesn't matter what you go through. Be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will take care of you. He says, in the world you will have tribulation, tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And if you're in me and you're living for me and you're allowing me to maximize myself through you, I will help you in the time of trouble. Wow, I will help you. You see, my friends, you cannot experience God's peace until you first surrender to him and allow him to be Lord of your life. He's either Lord of all or not Lord at all. Don't expect God's peace doing things your way. You know, coming to church once a month, dropping some chump change in the basket and think, well, I'm all right. You fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. You have to surrender everything, your mind, your life, your will, everything, living a selfless, sacrificial life to the glory of God. It is not about you. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. You see, my friends, hearing and obeying the word of God will dissolve worry, remove fear and calm a troubled heart. Hearing and obeying the word of God will dissolve worry, remove fear, and calm a troubled heart. The gospel of John chapter 14 verse 27 says, the gospel of John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world give. The world will give you happy hours. I'm not studying a happy hour. I don't want to be happy for an hour. I want internal joy that goes on and on and on because of my relationship with him. Happy hour? Run from that. Run from that. Happy what? Hour? I want eternal, lasting joy that the world can't give. And because the world can't give it, they cannot take it away. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives 
do I give to you? Let not your heart be troubled and neither let it be afraid. So uh, what happens when we trust God and not worry? Thirdly, we live in freedom. When you have God's peace, you live in freedom. Uh, Galatians chapter five, verse one, Galatians chapter five, verse one says, stand fast. Therefore, in the liberty, the freedom by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. My friends, a renewed hope and confidence in the Lord breaks the bondage of worry over your life and ushers freedom into your life. A renewed hope and confidence in Christ breaks the bondage of worry and ushers in freedom. Uh, Worry will tie you up in knots, bog you down. It it, it will weigh you down. And uh, life is too short for you to be an habitual worrier. You, it is possible for you to worry yourself to death. And why are you putting those self-inflicted wounds upon yourself? Number four, what happens when we trust God and not worry? Let go of the past and press on. Let go of the past and press on. You know why some people can't make progress? Because they are holding on to their hurts, their pains, their betrayal. And I know they're big. There's no one in this room, very few, if you lived any length of time, that haven't been cheated, deceived, or betrayed. That's just part of life, y'all. Who told you you were going to not be taken advantage of, not be lied to, and everything was going to be all right with your marriage and all right with your family and your kids are just going to be perfect little angels. You are somewhere in la-la land, you know, let go of the past and press on. Some of you are allowing your past to choke life out of you. You're reflecting back on your losses, on your mess ups. You're reflecting back on your missed opportunities that you let get by because you didn't position yourself. Your failures, perhaps you failed a test or you didn't get a certification. You couldn't get the degree you thought you you were going to get or you didn't make the next rank in the military or, or whatever that is. You didn't get the next promotion. Sometimes God's denial can be your greatest blessings. <laughs> Sometimes God is protecting you from something you really don't won't once you get it. If you have asked for God, God for something and you begged him until he said, you know what? I'm going to just let you have it to show you you don't need it. Huh? And sometimes you say, but she got that promotion. He got that promotion and I didn't get it. I thought I should have had it. I've been more faithful. Why didn't I get it? God said, now you leave me alone and be quiet. I saved you a lot of trouble that you don't even know. You might be making more money, more rank, more promotion, or more this or that, but now you're going to be gone much more. You're going to have more responsibility, more people to oversee, huh? more pressure. You're not going to hardly be at home. Your, kids, your, kid, your children may be latchkey kids, you don't know, but you got more money, but you don't have life. <laughs> you're miserable with extra money. God is saying, sometimes I leave you where you are because I can rest you better. That's right. 
I, I can do more with you where you are. So it's not always about going to the next level. Sometimes he'll let you go and he'll give you the green light. And sometimes he'll say no right in your face. Now we can take the yes, but why do we struggle with the no's? God is in charge of the yes and the no's. Reflecting back on our losses, missed opportunities, failures, and past forgiven sins. God has forgiven you and you won't forgive yourself. Only causes us to become depressed when you won't forgive yourself of your past failures and opportunities and your hurt and the hurts of people, you'll become more disturbed and more worried. Philippians chapter three, verses thir- verse 13 B through 14 says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus, says Philippians chapter three. 13B through 14. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on Him and Him alone to uniquely perform His good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Press on, move on. Worry is the great takeaway. It subtracts from your life, but it never adds for the good of a person. It takes away, but it never adds to for the good of a person. Worry cannot add more years to your life. It will take years off your life, but it won't give you more years. Worry will steal your quality of life, your quality of life. It will steal your kingdom potential. God wants to do more with you at this age of your life, whether you're 22, 32, 42, 62, 82. Long as you have life, you have purpose, you have value, and God wants to use you even now, but worry will steal your kingdom kingdom uh, potential as well as your passion for God. Matthew six twenty seven says, "Can can all your worries add a single moment to your life?" How powerful says Matthew six twenty seven. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Number five, uh, what happens when we trust God and not worry? Uh, number five, you know you've overcome worry when you can experience sweet sleep when you go to bed. You know you've overcome worry when you can experience sweet sleep when you go to bed. Proverbs 3.24 says, when you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will not. Listen, yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Sign that, that a sign that you've overcome worry is that you can take yourself to bed and go to sleep. That's why some of you so edgy and grouchy, you're sleep deprived. That's why you taking naps at the stoplight, you know, because you you're sleep deprived. Let me t- let me tell you something. Why is this a person that knows how to get ample sleep? 
Stop letting the television put you to sleep. And all the stuff in your ears, the iPad, turn all that stuff loose. Some of y'all won't let God talk to you because you got so much in your ear all day long. And even at night, it's all in your ears, it's all before your eyes. And you wonder why you're half crazy. <laughs> when you're walking with the Lord, the Lord's talking to you and you're talking with God. Man, he'll put you to sleep and you'll snow so hard that the person down the hall can't get no sleep. That's right. I just envied my wife. I just I told her, I said, honey, you can just lay down and sleep. Now, I'm not up because I'm worried, but let me tell you, when I get through preaching and moving around and counseling, dealing with folk, lying, I've been, all these issues are still in my, it's hard to just cut this stuff off like a light switch. I have to calm myself down. I said, God, you got to help me because I, I'm a late upper anyhow, so I have to make myself go to sleep. And then sometimes when I lay down and find it almost sleep, then God shakes me, wake me up and say, hey, I got something else I want you to tell the people. Put this in the message, by the way. I said, God, I just got sleepy. Be quiet. Do what I tell you to do. Somebody needs this point. And I cut that light back on, shield it on my side. I got a little thing that and I'm right on my side of bed to shield it so it won't get affect her. And I, I keep pimping pencil and pad by, and I, I'm always reaching right by my bed. I'm always reaching stack of books, stack of this projects. And I'm always reaching because God's going to speak. Sometime he'll wake me up one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, sometime three o'clock on Sunday morning. When I get up at five o'clock in the morning on Sunday, as is when I go back to bed, it's time to get up. But you know why I do it is because God's my. He's my boss. And you matter to me. And I want you to get every word that God wants you to have. And you know what? You know why I preach so hard? Because if you choose to you choose to live rebelliously, your blood is not going to be on my hand because I didn't tell you the truth. That's right. Now, I'm responsible for not telling the truth. But if I tell you the truth and you go out and do contrary to what you been told and you see it in the book in black and white, but you choose to willfully disobey your blood is on your own head and I'm not getting your whipping. You're going to get your own whipping because of your own rebellion to the glory of God. Listen, sleep is sweet when you're resting in Jesus. Won't you say amen? amen? Number six, what happens when we trust God and not worry? We, as we embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and apply the word of God to our lives, as we embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and apply the word of God to our lives, worry will disappear and our physical and spiritual healing comes sooner. When you receive Jesus and live by the words of Jesus, applying the word of Jesus, being doers of the word and not just hearers only, do you realize that your healing comes sooner? In other words, there's healing in the word of God. Jeremiah 17, 14 says, heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved for you are my praise. Psalms 107, 20 says, he sent his word and healed them. The word of God heals your pain. It will heal your fear. It will heal your anxiety. The word of God will heal your depression. The word of God will restore your sanity. 
And if the word of God will do all that, why don't you read the book? Shut down some of these magazines. Shut down some of these novels, novels and get away from these reality shows and spend more time in that which is therapeutic to your mind. The word of God has in it healing power. Psalms 107 20 says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Uh, in other words, the word, the word of God will, help, will keep you from destroying yourself. Number seven, only when you come to Jesus and exchange your worries and anxieties for his rest, will you discover that his yoke is easy and his burden is light and you will find rest for your soul. Only when you come to Jesus and exchange your worries for his rest will you be made whole. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, come unto me. That's how you deal with your worries. You got to come to Jesus. You got to come to Jesus. Don't go to Oprah. Don't go to Dr. Phil. Don't go to Judge Judy. Don't go to, to, to all of this stuff, the opinions and talk shows and philosophies and ideologies. Go to Jesus. Jesus himself says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will heal your worries, in other words. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My friend, worry is a burden that our Lord has not authorized us to carry. Worry is a burden that you're carrying that God has not given you permission to carry. So let God have it. Exchange your worries for his rest and your life will be so much more blessed. Number eight, when we trust God and not worry, our lives will be liberated and we will have a heart that is genuinely filled with praise. When we trust God and not worry, our lives will be liberated and we will have a heart that is filled with praise and adoration, thanksgiving to God. Beloved, you can praise your worries away. Did you hear what I said? You can what? Praise your worries away. Uh, Psalm 67 verses 3 through 4 says, let the peoples uh, praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously and govern the nations on earth. Psalms 119.62 says, at midnight, I will rise to give thanks to you because of your righteous judgment. At, when, at midnight, God wakes you up sometimes just to praise him. Psalms 119, 164 says, seven times a day, I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Seven times a day. That means you got, if you're going gonna, you're gonna to praise him seven, seven times a day, you got to get up praising him. When he wake you up, you say, thank you. When you can put some toothpaste on the toothbrush, <laughs> you can say thank you, huh? 
You ladies that put makeup on, you can say thank you. You guys that shave and you got shaving cream or whatever you use, soap and water and you got a razor, you can say thank you. Thank you. Get up praising God for that breakfast. You praise God that you can put gas in the car seven times a day and over and over you get to praise him. And that's why you ought to get a song. I, the other day, I was just, just a couple of days ago, I was reading and meditating the word of God. And God just said, stop and praise him. And I just started saying it. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him when the sun goes down. That's what I was saying on my bed. Thank him. Thank him, thank him in the morning, thank him in the noontime, thank him, thank him, thank him when the sun goes down. Now, I don't start screaming it all over the house. I wake everybody in the house up. I mean, I don't have to say, you know, you can give God glory, uh, uh, just kind of singing to yourself lightly, and my wife can be sleeping, I'm still over there just singing, and I'm having, I'm about to shout in the bed. Listen, but you can't sing if you don't have a song. And I'm not talking about this, this Beyonce stuff and all this other stuff out there. Y'all, listen, I'm not talking about, un, listen, if you want your depression list, uh, lifted, you better not, jazz, I like jazz, but jazz is not going to lift your depression. The old tunes, like ain't nothing like the real thing, that's not going to lift it. And these modern day songs, whatever they are, I don't keep up with that stuff. I, I don't want to, you know, because I like amazing grace. I like blessed assurance. I'm so busy loving on blessed assurance till I can't get to what the latest pop stars and rap stars are singing because I know what in times like these, that, that helps me. We need a savior. Be sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. You see what I'm talking You don't even have a song. You say, I can't sing. Stop lying to God. Yes, you can. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, now good and faithful servant. And eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.